world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. And secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. and We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900, or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Broadcasting from the heart of commie controlled America, the no bullshit bear of doom and gloom, opium free broadcast, the most important hour of your day. Hey, hello, everybody. Welcome. Welcome to the Daily Dose. Uh, my name is Vince Taglavia. I'm here filling in for Josh. Uh, Josh will be joining me here, though, in the next 30 minutes. But everybody, welcome to the Daily Dose. I had a little hang-up there. Actually, uh, my Zoom meeting canceled right as we were about to start there, so it kind of screwed me up. But here I am. Welcome. This is the Daily Dose, live with you every day, Monday through Friday, 5.30 p.m. Pacific, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. This is where we discuss the unfolding global conspiracy, communism coming to America, everything under the sun in the news and events of what's happening. Josh deconstructs it all. A lot of times I'm here with him, co-hosting, checking it out, seeing what's happening. Watch this all unfurl and string the pearls to figure out exactly what's going on and how we are going to react, what we're going to do. And uh, that is what we're about here. Thank you all for joining me from everywhere. We've got our uh, 
DLive, everyone on Rumble Pilled. If you're tuning in on Clout Hub, please make sure you follow the channel. We do appreciate that. And we do have this Friday, just really quick to get it out of the way, we do have uh, Fringe on Friday. We have a special guest, Dr. Bruce Solheim. Uh, we've had him before, and he is spectacular. We are excited for that. So make sure you tune in Friday night for Bruce Solheim on Conversations on the Fringe at 6.30 p.m. Pacific, uh, 9.30 p.m. Eastern. So get ready for that. Of course, we have the Battle of the Streams going on. Everybody, without your support, we couldn't keep these going every day. Multiple shows every day, every weekend. Uh, we love doing it, and without you, we couldn't. So thank you for the Battle of the Streams right now. Rumble and Pilled are tied up. DLive is not far behind. We're going to have something special at the end of the month for the channel that wins uh, at the end of the month. So look forward to that in the next week uh, or the week after that. <clears throat> Very excited. Uh, as I mentioned, you guys, if you're just tuning in, Josh will be joining us here in 30 minutes. In the meantime, we're going to start with something I think is important. And I think uh, a lot of us are feeling, we're feeling the doom, we're feeling the gloom, right? We're feeling it. Um, if you're not, then that's great. But I know me, I definitely had a hard time getting up today and get and getting myself going. And Andrea had the same thing. We talked a little bit about it on uh, on the Morning Coffee Show, which airs in the morning, Monday through Friday at 8.30 a.m. Pacific. For those of you who tuned in, uh, glad to see you again. Thanks for making Red Pill Project part of your daily routine and uh, watching all of our content that we put out there. That really means a lot to us. Um, so I wanted to start with a story that actually, thank you, Ye, for posting it. I'm not sure if Ye is tuned in right now, but Ye posted this to the Social Red Pill app this morning. I don't know if you all read it, but it was something that kind of struck a chord with me and relates to the situation that we find ourselves in. I think it's important that we remember who we are, where we are, uh, no matter where you are in the world, you know, be proud of who you are because we're all human at the end of the day. They don't want us to realize that. They want us divided. They want us to see our differences, but we are all in this together. And I think it's important that we remember that and we're proud of that and we stand by that no matter what so this story is about the song uh the sound of silence by simon and garfunkel uh thank you again yay for posting this so i want to read this uh it starts with a quote it says study is not the most important thing but actions parky avit um and i'm going to read this for a moment so just uh sit back listen and enjoy it hello darkness my old friend Everybody knows the iconic Simon and Garfunkel song, but do you know the amazing story behind the first line of The Sounds of Silence? It began 62 years ago, when Arthur, also known as Art Garfunkel, a Jewish kid from Queens, enrolled in Columbia University. During freshman orientation, Art met a student from Buffalo named Sandy Greenberg, and they immediately bonded over their shared passion for literature and music. Um... <clears throat> Pardon me. Art and Sandy became roommates and best friends. With the idealism of youth, they promised to be there for each other no matter what. Soon after starting college, Sandy was struck by tragedy. His vision became blurry, and although doctors diagnosed it as a temporary uh, conjunctivitis, the problem grew worse. 
finally after a specialist after seeing a specialist sandy received devastating news that severe glaucoma was destroying his optic nerves the young man with such a bright future would soon be completely blind sandy was devastated and fell into a deep depression he gave up his dream of becoming a lawyer and moved back to buffalo where he worried about being a burden on burden to his financially struggling family Consumed by sh with shame and fear, Sandy cut off contact with his old friends, refusing to answer letters or ret return phone calls. Then suddenly, to Sandy's shock, his buddy Art showed up at the front door. He was not going to allow his best friend to give up on life, so he bought a ticket and flew up to Buffalo unannounced. Art convinced Sandy to give college another go and promised that he'd be right by his side to make sure he didn't fall, literally or figuratively. Art kept his promise, faithfully escorting Sandy around campus and effectively serving as his eyes. It was important to Art that even though Sandy had been plunged into the world of darkness, he should never feel alone. Art actually started calling himself Darkness to demonstrate his empathy with his friend. He'd say things like, Darkness is going to read to you now. Art organized his life around helping Sandy. One day, Art was guiding Sandy through a crowded, uh, Grand Central Station when he suddenly he said uh, he had to go and left his friend alone and petrified. Sandy stumbled, bumped into people, fell, cutting a gash in his shin. And after a couple of hours, Sandy finally got to the right subway train. After exiting the station at 116th Street, Sandy bumped into somebody who quickly apologized, and Sandy immediately recognized Art's voice. Uh, Turned out his trustworthy friend had followed him the whole way home, making sure he was safe and giving him the priceless gift of independence. Sandy later said, quote, that moment was the spark that caused me to live a completely different life without fear, without doubt. For that, I am tremendously grateful for my friend. Sandy graduated from Columbia and then graduated uh, and then earned graduate degrees at Harvard and Oxford. He married his high school sweetheart and became an extremely successful entrepreneur and philanthropist. While at Oxford, Sandy got a call from Art. This time, Art was the one who needed help. He'd, he'd formed a folk rock duo with his high school pal, Paul Simon, and they desperately needed $400 to record their first album. Sandy and his wife, Sue, had literally $404 in their bank account, but without hesitation, Sandy gave his old friend what he needed. Art and Paul's first album was not a success, but one of the songs, The Sound of Silence, became a number one hit a year later. The opening line echoed the way... Sandy always greeted Art. Simon and Garfunkel went on to become one of the most beloved musical acts in history. The two Columbia graduates, each of whom have added so much to the world in, this, in, in his own way, are still best friends. Art Garfunkel said, when he became friends with Sandy, my real life emerged. I became a better guy in my own eyes and began to see who I was, somebody who gives to a friend. Sandy describes himself as the luckiest man in the world. Adap uh, this was adapted from uh, Sandy Greenberg's memoir, one man's blindness into an extraordinary vision of life. And, and this just reminds me of kind of where we're at. It's like we're all cursed. We're all blinded. And I think it's important that we help each other, guide each other, guide our loved ones through these tumultuous times. Uh, it's like, you know, turn a crap situation into gold, if you will, type thing. So, you know, be, be that for somebody. And be thankful for what we have, you know. When we're plunged into darkness, isn't always a negative thing. You could turn it around. So everybody needs to stay positive, keep it going, 
and uh, never give up. Remember who we are. We're Americans. We're patriots. Even if you're not in the U.S., you're a human. You're a patriot. I don't care. You know, we're badasses. We're number one. We always will be. That's how I feel. And uh, God bless America, and God bless all of you out there. So with that said, um, I have some stuff to share. Right before we get into, um, we're going to start with a financial collapse that is among us clearly um let me see here how am i gonna do this i think this is fine right um here's just a thing you know be intimidated by nobody by no one take a stand even if you stand alone right a lot of us feel alone in these times well you're never you're not alone all right if you feel like you're alone, join the social red pill. You're definitely not alone. My cat, I know my cat's going crazy. I'm sorry. Uh, he should be taking a nap, but he's not listening. You're not alone. Join the social red pill, socialredpill.com. Free to join. Get a subscription if you want to support us. But you're not alone. There, we have people from all over the world there. Come check it out. <laughs> Y'all are cracking me up. So, uh, yeah, let's talk about this financial situation. Um,. The financial collapse, if you will. It's actually not too bad today, guys. Don't worry. Um, the Fed minute, the Fed met, and they said that they had an increased need for 50 basis point rate hikes the next two policy meetings. So far, they've had a, a 25 basis point hike. Uh, they've been talking about 50, 50. I think they did 150, actually, but they're talking about more. Um, essentially, they need to pick up the pace in order to catch us up with inflation you know with inflation being so high in the double digits upward of 20 percent i'll actually probably way higher um in order to stop inflation they have to match that 50 basis points is half a percent they're never going to get there Ke kevin um but that's where they're at right now they're still just taking these tiny actions and what we're watching the market react and it's quite sad <clears throat> Um, moving on here, we've got, uh, firearm stocks soar. I wonder why over fears of new gun control laws. Oh, that's right. Yep. Shares of gun and ammunition companies jumped Wednesday over speculation of new gun control laws in the wake of Tuesday's horrific mass shooting that killed at least 19 children and two teachers at a Texas elementary school. Investors anticipated increased sales ahead of calls for stricter gun laws by Democrats. As of Wednesday afternoon, Smith & Wesson Incorporated and Vista Outdoors Incorporated were both up around 10%. 10%. Damn. American Outdoor Brands Incorporated, 6.5%. Ruger & Co., 5.5%. And Ammo Incorporated, 5%. And you can see this chart here with the, the spikes. Gunmaker shares typically rise when Democrats call, Democrats call for stricter gun control measures after mass shootings because people buy on the fear that more rules could make owning a gun harder or costlier. It was the case in 2012 when gun sales soared after the shooting in Newton, Connecticut, and... Oh, that was the that was the Sandy Hook school. If you guys remember that, um, search trends for buy a gun immediately erupted Tuesday evening after the shooting at the elementary school in Uvalde, Texas. Even though Democrats and President Biden have vowed to get tough on guns, Senate Majority Leader Charles Schumer was out Wednesday, indicating new gun control measures would be hard to pass because there isn't enough Republican support. Still, some fear Biden administration will get tough on guns via executive fiat. 
they're coming for the guns. There ain't no question about it. Look at what they're doing. And today, there's just been a slew of nonsense about guns. I'm sick of it. It's disgusting. Kevin finally took... He's laying in his bed now. Sorry for the interruptions, everybody. He gets very passionate. He loves freedom. He doesn't like this tyranny. He doesn't like communism. He's a good cat. Um, so, you know, uh, definitely buy your guns while you can because they're going after them that's for sure yep so this is even all these things bleed into each other we're just in the financial topic and of course the guns come up because it uh, it affects the markets right yep 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 all right well onward here uh, Zero Hedge on Twitter says, good news, the Fed isn't looking to crash housing. Quote, residential house prices has had risen rapidly, although the staff continued to see key differences from the previous debt-fueled housing boom. Uh, I, I'm thinking they're talking about 2008 crash, debt-fueled housing boom. That was, uh, yeah, that was because they were giving loans like crazy, right, to anybody. So it also says here, quote, the mortgage finance reforms enacted after 2008 limited the potential for significant deterioration in underwriting standards. Most new mortgage debt had been added by borrowers with prime credit scores and homeowners equity positions were healthy. All right. So they're saying, you know, we might be OK with the housing market. We'll see how long. I don't know how true that is. But for now, maybe we're OK to stave it off. We'll see. But. Uh, Kevin is driving me absolutely nuts, you guys. He's wanting to play. He's attacking me. So, uh, hopefully, I mean, they're really attacking at all angles. Of course they want to crash the housing, uh, and they will because they want to buy it up. This is, uh, I think we're being attacked at every angle. Um, yeah. So, let's go on here. Uh, Chideau had to cancel a fundraiser in uh, Surrey. I guess that's how you pronounce it. I'm not sure. If I'm not, please correct me. Due to a large showing of protesters vehemently, uh, vehemently opposing uh, his presence. So uh, he went to a fundraiser, and this is what he was met with. It began yesterday. Yep, he couldn't handle it. He had to. Uh, he had to take off. Believe it or not. Um. So, pretty great. So, uh, the resistance is real, and when people act, it does have a profound effect. Uh, I don't know if he's going to continue with it or what's going to happen, but we'll see. It definitely is good. Don't stop protesting and uh, voicing your opinions. Get on your soapbox and, uh, you know, speak your truths, share the truth. And never quit because that's how we that's how we progress. That's how we get our point across. That's it. That's that. <clears throat> All right. What were they chanting? They were chanting Chudo must go, I believe. Yeah. 
pretty cool. Uh, this is creepy. Whoopi Goldberg is in the news again because she opened her mouth. Stop using guns to abort young lives. Whoopi wants to deputize citizens to rat out neighbors with too many firearms. Quote, they're going to come out for those AR-15s and you better get ready to give them up because this is America. Excuse me? Yeah, no, this is America. We keep our AR-15s and our guns, okay? And I saw an argument by somebody. They're like, well, what are you going to do? Shoot a deer with an AR-15? And I, I read something else that was like, the Founding Fathers didn't didn't write the Second Amendment to protect against a deer uprising. Okay? Don't be silly. Be real. This is about defending against a tyrannical and oppressive government. And anything else is a straw man argument. If you're not for that, then what are you, a communist? Are you some kind of... You want to just be a slave? Or you brainwash? You crazy? I don't get it. I don't get these people, guys. Help me understand. Really. Yeah, she supports abortion. What a dummy. Andrea, good point. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Whoopi Goldberg argued that American citizens should be deputized to report their neighbors if they believe those neighbors owned too many firearms or the wrong kind of firearm. Goldberg and her co-host spent much of Wednesday's broadcast of The View talking about the tragic school shooting in Texas, and she suggested that guns should be subject to the Texas law that allows effectively deputized citizens to report people who might have participated in abortion procedures. Oh, my God. Oh, I see. So in Texas, you could report people for abortion procedures and... Oh, I see. Oh, my gosh. That's why. Okay. Well, they're a joke. The view's a joke. Their views suck. They are um, garbage. They'll probably go off air soon. We'll see. We shall see. All right. Moving on here. We're going to talk about, you know, this. We're going to keep going because this is getting into the, the cultural destabilization, the brainwashing, the social warfare that we are victims of. And we have a lot on it. Um, you know, Trudeau being canceled is kind of it's kind of a pushback against what we're being hit with in a way and a successful uh, showing of protest. And then uh, Whoopi's out there just dividing people and pissing them off and giving people ammunition, what to say. People are going to be parroting Whoopi, right? This is very odd. Uh, this one here. False flags incoming. Plans for dirty bomb nuclear drill during Indy 500 race. New York Police Department officers stand outside United Nations headquarters during a dirty bomb exercise on April 5th, 2011 in New York City. Uh, this was in 2011. This was published May 25th, though. A week after completing a simulated dirty bomb attack in Austin, Texas, the U.S. Department of Energy's National Nuclear Security Administration, or NNSA, plans to conduct three days of helicopter survey flights to test for radiation over the Indianapolis Motor Speedway Complex starting May 25th. That's today. 
According to the NNSA, the agency will conduct low-altitude aerial surveys during the Indianapolis 500 race taking place May 29th. It said, quote, The public may see a twin-engine Bell 412 helicopter, which is equipped with radiation-sensing technology and operated by Nuclear Emergency Support Team, NEST's aerial measuring system based at Joint Base Andrews in Maryland. The helicopter will fly in a grid pattern over the areas at 200 feet or higher at a speed of approximately 80 miles per hour. Flyovers work. Okay. Oh, blah, blah, blah. So why is this important? It's just a drill, right? Nope. I think we're all familiar with <laughs> Josh mentioned it the other day. Nine, there was a one of these that relates to 9-11 as well, where they're doing a drill. The dude had no idea that he was actually involved in a terrorist event. Hmm. Um, these drills often coincide with actual terrorist events. Uh, reminds me of something else that they do, kind of war gamey, right? When they talk about these viruses, and then a month later they pop up. Hello? Or as Josh would say, McFly! Josh would be here soon, by the way. But, again, I don't trust these, these, uh, these things. Hopefully it's just nothing, nothing happens, but it's definitely something that uh, people notice and are watching. Uh, all right, back to gun control here. Schumer hits Chuck Schumer hits the brakes. Gun control vote will have to wait. This is published on redpills.tv. Check it out. You can always go there, find what's happening. And everything about the Red Pill Project is there as well. So on Wednesday... Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer hit the brakes on the idea of a quick gun control vote, making clear a vote on more gun restrictions will have to wait. Breitbart News pointed to a report the New York Times published Tuesday, which said Schumer was moving quickly to force a vote on gun control in the Senate. The Times noted, quote, within hours of the shooting in Uvalde, I don't know how to pronounce it, Senator Chuck Schumer, Democrat of New York, and the majority leader moved to clear the way to force votes in coming days on legislation that would strengthen background checks for gun purchasers, pushing to revive measures with broad appeal that Republicans have blocked in the past. But on Wednesday, The Hill reported that Schumer informed his Democrat colleagues a gun control vote will have to wait because there are not enough Republican votes to get anything passed. Schumer said, quote, there are some who want this body to quickly vote on sensible gun safety legislation, legislation supported by the vast majority of Americans. They want to see this body vote quickly so the American people can know which side each senator is on. I'm sympathetic to that, and I believe that accountability votes are important. Sadly, he added, this isn't a case of the American people not knowing, now knowing where their senators stand. They know. They know because my Republican colleagues are pretty clear on the issue. Crystal clear. No kidding. You know what? What doesn't anybody understand? Not, I mean, a lot of people understand. What don't these tyrants understand about cannot be infringed, shall not be infringed, shall not be infringed? They want to repeal the Second Amendment. Straight up. They're like, let's just get rid of the Second Amendment. Problem solved. Are you crazy? shall not be infringed <laughs> period end of story no argument no vote no nothing yeah he has to wait because they need to 
steal as many votes as they can. Well, not steal, but they need to pass this stuff because they're trying to take the guns now because that's part of the firestorm event. Once the once the system collapses, once the financial system collapses, once the housing market collapses, once the food supply collapses, once the electric grid goes down, if this all cumulates in the firestorm event that Josh is always warning us about, they're going to need to get the guns after that because everybody who survives, which is going to be me and you, because we're preparing for this crap, um, they want the guns because they want to take over at that point. Not happening. No way. No how. Nope. Shall not be infringed. We're keeping it that way. Yeah. And if there's issues in your state, get on the phone. Call them up. Get loud. Get loud. Peacefully oppose the tyrant tyranny. Um, meanwhile, this is happening. Biden's DOJ releases new guidance on use of force policy for federal police. This was originally published by the Gateway Pundit. The U.S. Justice Department had issued an update use of force policy by federal law enforcement agents for the first time in 18 years to limit police violence that will take effect July 19th, 2022. This new policy was approved by the heads at the ATF, DEA, FBI, and USMS. The memo, dated, dated May 20th, states, quote, The policy reflects the excellence we have come to expect from the department's officers and agents while protecting their safety and the safety of people and communities we serve. The new policy will order its federal officers to intervene if they see any officers engaged in excessive force and to administer medical aid injured by police. Ugh. Quote, Officers may only may use only the force that is objectively objectively reasonable to effectively gain control of an incident while protecting the safety of for the officer and others. The memo stated, quote, Officers may use force only when no reasonably effective, safe, and feasible alternative appears to exist and may use only the level of force that a reasonable officer on the scene would use under the same or similar circumstances. Cool. The alphabet agencies, including FBI, IRS, ATF, DHS, etc., have any authority or jurisdiction within 50 several, uh, 50 several states of the union, only in federal zones. Joe Biden is expected to sign an executive order on Wednesday demanding the use of updated use of force policy and urging local police to make similar changes. The Hill reported the memo signed Friday, but not publicly released until Monday, comes just days before the second anniversary of the murder of George Floyd. Of course, they're making it all about George Floyd today. If you didn't know, it's the anniversary. Whose death, as he was pinned down by a now former Minneapolis police officer, sparked nationwide protests. Quote, officers will be trained in and must recognize and act upon the affirmative duty to intervene, to prevent or stop as appropriate any officer, blah, blah, blah. Yes, we understand. And, of course, the memo here is uh, embedded. Memorandum for Director Federal Bureau of Investigation. Okay, yeah. Well, yep, they're going for the police, too. Um, this doesn't seem too crazy to me, but, of course, they're just trying to politicize everything, take advantage of it, pass every little thing they can. Uh, and it, yeah, use, utilize the crisis to your advantage, as they always say, or something along those lines, right? Yep. 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 
Um, moving on here. Beto, Beto O'Rourke, Beta O'Rourke, as some people call him, disrupts news conference on shooting today. Pretty cool guy move. Uh, of course he did. Uh, so there's a conference going on by Texas Governor Abbott, and Beta O'Rourke just decides to get in there and start screeching. He got up there and just was like, crying. I'll show you the video. Uh, pass the mic to Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Sit down. You're out of you're out of line and an embarrassment. Sit down. Get out of line. Next shooting is right now, and you are doing nothing. No, he needs to get his ass out of here. This isn't the place to talk this over. This is totally predictable. Sir, you're out of line. Sir, you are out of line. Sir, you are out of line. Please leave this auditorium. I can't believe you're a sick son of a bitch that would come to a deal like this to make a political issue. Yeah. Sick son of a bitch. You are out of line. Sick son of a bitch. I think that was trending for a minute on Twitter because of this. You sick SOB. Yep. Man, what a loser. Big loser. One moment here. Sorry about that. <laughs> yep. Lots of drama today, everybody. Lots of drama, especially around this gun control stuff. Absolutely crazy. This is the theater. This is theater, theat theatrics. That's all it is. That's all it is. Yeah. Uh, Upstate Works said, good for that mayor for standing up to him. That's right. You know what? The mayor, everybody should just be voting these people the hell out. Honestly, it's like, how do we function with none of these people being supported? They just keep stealing, 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 and then doing whatever the hell they want. It's absolutely insane. We got to get uh, fair elections back happening and this thing working because it is so broken. Uh especially when it comes to the psychological nature of everybody. It's broken. And this is the meme that I mentioned a little bit ago. Why do you need, a, you know, an AR-15 or anything? You don't need an AR-15 to kill a deer. True, but the Founding Fathers didn't write the Second Amendment in case of a deer uprising. Hello? Come on. It's a straw man argument. Straw man argument. So this is interesting. When uh, anybody wants to fight you on this whole gun control thing, households with guns have dropped from 51% in 1978 to 40% in 2020, yet shootings have increased. It's not people with the guns. It's people behind the guns. So in 1978, 51% of households had guns. Now... Around 40% have guns, yet shootings increased. Not only that, 
up until the 70s, kids brought guns to school. Did you know this? I've seen pictures, kids training, shooting. You're talking, you know, six, seven, eight-year-olds. This person said, I'm looking at the history of school shootings. Mind-blowing. Kids brought guns to school until the 70s. Only three school mass shootings between 1903 and 1966. What happened? School shootings didn't take off until the 90s. Almost every school shooting from 1800 to 1960 was targeted at one person. One guy shot his teacher in 1866 for bullying his brother and got acquitted. Wild. School shootings didn't simply didn't happen with any frequency until 1993. Something went wrong for kids born post-1975, and it got significantly worse for kids born 96 to 2001. The early 1900s, uh, it was explosions and bombs. There was no mass shootings. There was only one shooting in the 1800s. 1898, Charleston, six died. Zero until 1940, when a highlight... A high school principal shot five of his colleagues. Five died. 1966 at University of Texas, Rosemar College. Uh, no school shootings until 1984. This is a new phenomenon. School shootings defined as three or more dead. There were a many instances of one or two people being shot in the 1800s to 1970. Revenge, not mostly random. Even that was rare. There was an elementary school shooting, five kids in the 70s, where nobody died. Don't tell me further isolating already mental fragile kids for two years didn't have consequences. This suggests increases are due to isolation and mental issues. Opioids and suicides were already exploding pre-2020. And there's some data. Uh, active shooter incidents per year, 2017, 31, 2018, 30, 2019, 30, 2020, 40, 2021, 61. The source is the FBI.gov. And you can see it charted here, just on the rise. Uh, oh, shit. Hold on a second. Um, I'm trying to get Josh in here. Here we go. Uh, I'll be right back in one minute, you guys. Please stand by. We'll be back right here with Josh. And we'll see you short, just in a moment. Uh, see you soon. Hold on. system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions, and we have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900, or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know. All right. What is up, everybody? How are we all doing tonight? I had a town hall meeting with American Media Periscope that I had to take care of tonight, which was actually really cool. It was really a uh, really good time. I was with James Grunvik and Lieutenant Scott Bennett. And so I, I appreciate Vince for filling in for me. You know, Vince is uh, he's he, he's so he's grown up. I yep. love it. I Our little boy is growing up. <laughs> I appreciate you, too, man. Yeah, I, I heard that. Uh, I heard that Kevin made an appearance. Kevin's just ruining the freaking show, but it's okay. Oh, we'll discipline him later. Worry. He's taking a nap now. 
Oh, good, good, good. You know, the cats yeah. and their naps. He's not uh, going to... So- He's not going to be allowed to shoot his firearms all summer if he keeps this up. Ah, well, you know, you know what's interesting, man, is what? I, I've been listening to a lot of this uh, this talk on the, uh, the the school shooting. Oh man! And uh, the more and more that you listen and, and research it, you find out that this was most likely some type of false flag operation. So mm-hmm. if, if you go to the um, the Twitter account of the school. Yeah, they announced that there was um, a lockdown in progress at seventeen after eleven. Seventeen okay? after eleven. Okay. Yeah. Now the event, the shooting, didn't take place till like eleven thirty-six. So yes. fifteen minutes before this was supposed to happen, the school had already said, "Hey, by the way, you know, there's uh, we're in a lockdown situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't worry, there's nothing wrong." I understand. Okay. Mm-hmm. My understanding was that he barricaded himself in a classroom. Right. But, but so obviously what I'm thinking here is either the school who was updating their social media was in complete chaos and they had no idea what they were doing or talking about. But here's the thing is why would the, he, why would they be saying 15 minutes before the shooter ever arrived on scene? Oh, that there was a lockdown situation doesn't make any sense and so i'm not oh, saying that there's shit. not victims i'm not saying that this was fake i, I do well, believe that it's absolutely real sure but okay well you're gonna tell me something tell me what's up well so that's weird the timeline stuff's weird and it was weird as it was unfolding because we heard about it and then we didn't hear anything till later and they had already deleted all the social media traces yeah. of the shooter but you notice how they don't do that with cons- with uh with far right wingers yeah right so there was a shootout. The police believed that he had body armor on. Mm. Turns out he didn't have body. He didn't have plates on, but that he only had like a vest or uh, some kind of plate. Tactical vest. Yeah. Yeah. So they were discouraged from pursuing him and just kind of cowarded, cowered away and ran away. I don't know what the hell happened, but well, you know, there's a police officer at the school. The school actually had a police officer on scene. Oh, my gosh. Who was the first one to engage him. Yeah. And when they engaged him, he ran to a classroom and locked himself in the room. So that my question is, is I listen, we all went to school. We had days where the doors were open, wide open. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, there, there should be some type of protocol because of the rampicity of, of all these school shootings. To where that police officer hits a button, police are immediately dispatched, mm-hmm. and the doors automatically close and lock. Right, like so, right, yeah. like wouldn't that make a lot of sense? But you know, you know what was interesting is I saw that uh, there's no signs of mental illness. He was dressing up as a girl. Yeah. What do you mean there's no signs of mental illness? Who said that? His mother. I know she did an interview. She also said, "Oh, this was on was, front page of Drudge Report." She also said he was not a violent individual. Excuse me, ma'am. Yes, yeah. he is. Yeah, absolutely he is. You know, he you know what he also posted on his social media? That he was gonna kill his grandmother. That he's gonna kill his grandmother and shoot up a school. He literally posted it. And guess what I saw today, as predicted? The cross dressing? He was shooting people with BB guns weeks before this. Are you serious? Yep, he was shooting people with BB guns weeks before this. So much so that the police 
Oh, got fudge. involved. You called that. Damn it, Josh. Why do you do this to us? I'm telling I'm starting you. Starting to I think. Just, it, it's their playbook. It's so <laughs> their easy playbook. To see their playbook. You said that. That is a, a common occurrence that we see with these. The FBI, the police, somebody may have already had contact recently with these shooters in these types of situations. You said it before we even knew the details, and here we are. Yep. How about this? Wow. Did you remember Sandy Hook MO? He killed yeah. his grandma, then went to a school, barricaded himself, and killed all the kids. What yeah. just happened here? Same thing as Sandy Hook. And it's a bullied kid, right? Quiet, yep. bullied, loner. These kinds of people, cross-dresser, uh, an L or a G or a B or a T or a plus, plus, plus. I don't oh. know what the hell. Alphabet soup. It's a lot of times people, it's the culture that is driving people to be violent. You, I think. you know what? I, I, I agree. And it's mental. It's a lot of it. Well, but, you know, here's the thing. I blame his parents. Did he have a father? The adults in his life. The adults in his life. Well, it was rumored online that he couldn't live with his mother because she had drug problems or that something along those lines, which she didn't confirm. But this is just rumors that he went to go live with his grandmother. And where was his father? I don't know, but yeah. he probably had a broken household. So yeah, I said the adults, I, but but also the adults in his life, or just and anybody. The reason is, yeah, the reason yeah. being because if you see someone that you care about, someone that you love, yeah, suffering with hatred. With, with looking like that, dressing up as a girl, whatever it might be, you should intervene. You should step in and help them. Talk to them. You should offer them as much help, courtesy, kindness, love, appreciation. You know what that kid's problem was? He wasn't loved enough. Yeah. And this is what we're seeing all over the place, man. And so, you know, it's I, my heart mourns for the, the loss of death that has happened. Spread the um, love. But, you know, this goes back towards that moral and ethical foundation that starts within that family unit. Okay? You know, how many of these people that come about have you found out that were from mass traumatized families that dealt with drugs or broken homes? Yeah. That were suffering from mental illness and the parents did nothing because they wanted to be able to post on the Facebook saying, my family is completely normal and we're doing good. When in actuality, their son is probably suffering from schizophrenia or some other type of mental illness, but they're too afraid to go get help for that kid because of what people might say about them. Yeah. Okay? This is a big problem of perceptions. This is a big psychological problem, and it's been perpetuated and ex exasperated by the media, <laughs> social media, by the yeah. left, yeah. by the right. And so it's been massively politicized. And now we're seeing Beto get shouted down and kicked out of the uh, the arena, right? We're seeing yeah. people call for. Beta. We're seeing people call for take their guns away, get rid of the Second Amendment. Go yeah. listen to what the parents are saying. The parents aren't saying that. Parents yeah, are like, dude. I'm wishing those kids were armed. Well, you I'm know wishing what? that the teachers were armed. I'm getting an echo. A little bit of echo. Test. Oh, you getting echo? Yeah. I can solve that real fast. And I saw a good argument to uh, the people that want all these gun laws, right? If you want yep. better gun laws, uh, 
they should move to 100% Democrat-controlled cities with the strictest gun laws so they'll be safe. You know, like Chicago, yeah. New York, L.A., Baltimore, Detroit, Washington, Washington, D.C., Philadelphia, Seattle, also Washington State, Portland, and on and on and on. Oh. Huh. Hmm. Novel idea, Vince. Before we continue, I do want to just jump into the Battle of the Streams to acknowledge yeah, those who have uh, participated thus far. Can you see the chat? Uh, or is it I not updated? One, I see. I see one chat. I have not seen All an right. updated chat. I'll go ahead and go through it. You could get the. Uh, you could get it in the end. Uh, me, Brenda, donated diamond. Hi, everybody. Wave, heart, love. Thank you so much, me, Brenda. Yay, donated an ice cream. Thank you, yay. I don't know if you saw that we covered what you posted it this morning. Thank you for posting that Simon and Garfunkel story. Very touching. Very good. Uh, spread the love. Kitty Woo gifted the cookie. Thank you. Patriotic Pisces donated one diamond. You rock, Vince. I thank you so much. That means a lot to me. I appreciate that. RPG three five seven three donated an ice cream, and me Brenda donated one diamond. We love Vince. Thank you so much, me Brenda. Uh, I love you all as well. Thank you so much. Um, again, Rumble and Pilled are tied. The live not far behind. Battle of the streams helps us keep going. We appreciate it so much. Nice. Thank you all. Awesome. All yeah, right. we're not like we're not like Infowars where we're playing an ad every <sighs> five minutes Shoot. and support us now. Yeah, we get sued for Sandy Hook. <laughs> Oh, I like no. I love yeah I yeah. like Alex Jones I I think yeah, Alex Jones good- and a lot of people don't because Q called him out and so people have a lot of bad taste in their mouth for Alex Jones but you know I think that Alex Jones has woken up more people than anybody could ever imagine he's, he's responsible for a very long time he's responsible partly for waking me up you know loose okay, change yeah. documentary not that that's his right who made that I don't even know but Alex Jones that was Michael Moore Michael Moore. Okay. That was Michael Moore, the the little bitch that's calling for the removal of the Second Amendment right now. He's been completely libertized. What liberalized. the hell? He probably got threatened, right? Or who knows? Probably. What the fuck? They but, went in there and put that little worm in his eye, <laughs> and it took over and suppressed his consciousness and became a cross dresser that dresses as women. That <laughs> who knows, dude? Uh oh. I, I, I what? Am I lagging? I think I'm okay. All right. Are you Is good? Vince or me? Uh-oh, it's you. Man. All right. So Vince is frozen on my end. You're frozen I on my end, I don't know dude. what's happening. Are we all frozen? I'm, I'm no. kind of like looking at the video. My stream's good. I'm good, dude. I think it's you. All right, cool. All right. Probably oh. is me. Oh, no. My connection is unstable. Oh, oh fuck. Wow. This isn't well, good. We're okay. We'll the stream survive. looks good. The stream is uh, pretty smooth. Um, let's move on, though. This is All right, weird, let's dude. move on. Wonderland, Wonderland, Wonderland. We covered a lot of this gun stuff already in statistics. I'm going to move on. Look at this new device. Have you seen this? This helps no, protect let's, let's you. No, let's check it out. This helps protect you from allergies and air pollution, dude. Oh, no, no. Look at this, dude. <laughs> it's like a big polygon you wear on your nose that they're selling people now. It's called Nosy. Fundraising what? on Kickstarter, dude. So, do you remember uh, Shark Tank? A few years back, a guy came in and he had these little filter pads. They're yeah. like band aids you put right here, and he got the deal. Yeah. Why, why do we have to wear these damn things? <laughs> like, if that does the same thing, they're, they're, they're the HEPA filters. Yeah. 
why are they in, you know why they did this why because they're electronic in nature and you can track them they connect to the internet oh, they probably track your breathing mm-hmm. and they probably impair your breathing too and they don't That's protect it. you against viruses oh of course not why would they that'd be just be dumb the next uh, 10 years would be a loss totally dude <laughs> um Let's get back into the uh, DHS here. DHS Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas to demand immediate access to all internet records and information pertaining to the disinformation govern- governance board. This is pretty yeah, juicy. You, you actually say his name right. I say it, Mayor Cass. <laughs> <laughs> Mayor Cass. Mayorkas. I got other things Mayorkas. wrong. Okay. <laughs> all right. So Republican Senator Josh Hawley. Uh, Rick Scott, Rand Paul, Ron Johnson, and James Langford call on the DHS Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas to demand immediate access to all internal records and information pertaining to the Disinformation Governance Board. We need, we know Nina Jackowitz uh, gave her res- rendered her resignation yeah. uh, earlier this week. That the board has been put on pause, but is not gone. So basically, what they're going to do is they're going to do it in private. But the, hopefully, these senators get responses and get this information before it's destroyed. Yeah, so they promised they would get this information out under oath. On May 4th, you testified before the Senate Homeland Security and Governmental Affairs Committee about the creation of this new board and accepted sole responsibility for appointing Nino Jankovic's. Um, I don't want to read this whole thing, but the documents are here. We will publish it f- fully on redpills.tv in the recap. Mm-hmm. So they wanted written or recorded communication concerning the formation of the board, the agenda, or minutes from any meetings in which the board's formation was discussed, any legal review to determine whether the activities of the board would be authorized by the Constitution of the United States. That's important. Any communication or records about individuals who would be recruited in to serve on the board, any communication concerning the appointment executive director for the board, any communication with the White House about the formation of the board of appointment of officials to serve on the board. And so this is, uh, this is interesting. If you look at what the senators were doing there, is they knew that these communications existed between the White House. The White House told the DHS who to appoint, what board to create, all this stuff. That's why they're asking for those specific documents. So I'm interested to see what happens on that. It's going to be buried by the media, but hopefully, hopefully, truth does come out. This could be juicy. It could be juicy. It can. Squeeze it like a lemon, baby. Right? uh, They're just going to lie. They're going to try to lie. They're going to be like, don't give them that just lose that (laughs) well this could be a whole new durham thing right it can is now a special counsel investigates the inner workings of the seventh floor of the fbi and the infiltration of the fifth column and you know here's the thing is what we're seeing right now from the sussman investigation or from the sussman trial which ended today the durham uh closed their case today which it appears that sussman is not it's not very good for sussman and it looks like joffy and a whole bunch of others are going to have some (laughs) indictments coming at them as well as even potentially brennan i have a story uh, on this actually comey clinton um we could potentially see the arrest of hillary clinton podesta all of this stuff coming out very very shortly so um the revelations that we're learning from what's happening right now is massive durham has everything literally everything on them knows it all all the way up to barack obama in the white house go ahead with uh, what you have he brings little durham brings the literal receipts connecting the alpha bank conspiracy to hillary clinton 
<laughs> I love it. Well, and, and he better watch his back because I guarantee he's a targeted man right now. Uh, well, denied the working on behalf of the client. He took this information to the FBI. Special Counsel John Durham brought the literal receipts on Tuesday, proving that he had been, that he had billed Clinton on the very same day for the confidential project. Yeah, dude, right here. She paid... Um, on the bill dated September 19th, 2016, the Clinton campaign is listed as the client. The time is listed as three and a half, 3.3 hours. And the memo states work in communications regarding confidential project. So she, <laughs> <laughs> so she has the receipt where they went and communicated all of their crimes. They never thought she would lose. <laughs> they never thought they thought it would just go away. They wouldn't have to worry about it. She was going to lose. So like, we're going to get paid to undermine democracy. Nope. Well, we're looking at treason, man. We're looking at high treason. And I hope their necks are ready because we are looking at degrees of high treason right now from Hillary Clinton, Barack Obama, John Brennan, Comey, Strazik, Page, Sussman, uh, Fusion GPS, Joffe. All of these people are 100% completely connected and involved in this. And uh, I think we could see justice coming from this. This is going to be very, very interesting to see this unfold, especially right before the midterms. Dude, now I could I uh, pray, I hope. Yeah. And so on a side note, guys, I talked to Candace Taylor today. Oh, great. Uh, How's she? The, the, their, um, their speculation was the same as mine. And it's mm-hmm. not very much speculation. Is Apparently, they have there, – there's, there's information coming forth. And that uh, what we were talking about last night in the sense of voter fraud, it definitely most likely happened here in Georgia. And that um, they were shocked at uh, how much Kemp won by. Yeah. So uh, Kemp overplayed. They overplayed Kemp's hand is, in other words, is that um, they gave him a little too many votes. They cheated too much. They cheated too much, like they did with Joe Biden in Georgia. Oh, yeah. And so um, she's working with a team, her team, and they're going to work to, to try to figure this out and see what they have to do. I told her that we're at her mercy. If she needs any help whatsoever, we are here to help. 100%. So, um, and I was going to tweet out today yeah. and tag her in it, but I was like, let me just hold on. I don't want to jump the gun, but I was going to say, Candace Taylor never gives up. She's a patriot. I don't care what anybody says. I should have tweeted it out because now yeah. it sounds like she ain't stopping. No, she ain't stopping. And so we're going to take this all the way down there. And so there's no way Kemp won. I mean, I'm telling you, Kemp did not win. Mm-hmm. But when you have your secretary of state that you and your secretary of state rigged an election for Joe Biden in 2020, you can't let somebody new come in. You got to retain power or hand it over to Stacey Abrams. And yeah. that's what they're going to probably do in the primary is hand well, it over to Stacey Abrams. Maybe we need to start getting in touch with people who voted for Candace Taylor getting a nice little uh canvas doing we, we need to do a nice canvas of uh people in georgia and who they voted for who they voted for and uh in affidavit form yeah absolutely. so it has to be honest otherwise you could be tried and convicted for lying right well then then people wouldn't do it no you do it you do a canvas survey which is completely applicable under the law but, and you you pick out a thousand people in georgia randomly you call them, you ask them if they're Republican or Democrat, who they voted for, and you utilize those survey results. And I guarantee the majority vote for Candace Taylor. I have a, I have a, a, a high school friend yeah, right, mm-hmm. that I haven't talked to in 22 years. Hit me up on Facebook. He's like, oh, my God, I saw Candace Taylor on your show. 
I'm like, very cool. You know, I'm friends with Candace. She goes, oh, my God, I'm a big Candace Taylor supporter. They're out in Georgia. Yeah. And so Candace Taylor is massive in Georgia. She probably won this election. I guarantee you. She won this election, so uh, we're going to help her fight, and we're going to we're going to help her fight. And we're going to help uh, uncover what really happened here. So, all right, um, what do we got next, Vince? Well, um, hear about Jack Dorsey. Did you hear about Jack Dorsey? He has left the board of Twitter. Yes. Yep, Jack Dorsey leaves the board of Twitter. Uh, did you happen to scout the boards today? Did I happen to scout? No, I didn't. Oh, yeah. No, was it Goodbye Jack was today? Goodbye Jack, 525, May 25th. Goodbye Jack. Wow. Yeah, well, that's dude. interesting. <laughs> dude. Yes. How does that happen? Shout out to the Redfield family um, out there to, for pointing that out to me earlier today. Um, it's just no one way. confirmation out of the other. What is that? Six, no way. Six now. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you could share your screen at any time. By the way, if you need to. No, I'm good. Okay, uh, so feel free. What do, you, do you have thoughts on that? Uh, well, we have January 23rd, 2018. Is goodbye, Jack. Uh, it's not 525. I'm post 525. Uh, oh, post 525. Oh, 525. Oh, post 525. January 13th, <laughs> 2018. Today's date is 525. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, dude. <laughs> Public awakening, right? Okay. All right. All right. Right? Am I right? He, he right or wrong? A, he mentions a date here, too, because uh, this is interesting. So if, if you look at this, okay, I got it up. This is 525. Goodbye, Jack, right here, right? Yeah. So today's May 25th, 525. Goodbye, Jack. Message mm-hmm. spreading. So read it backwards. Message spreading wide and far. Public awakening. Running, flights returns, flight reroutes, power out, targeted kills, 710. What is expected mm. to happen this summer? What did they called for this summer? With uh, the uh, with the infrastructure and energy grid. Oh, shit. Blackouts. Blackouts. Power outages. Power out. Oh, yep. Targeted kills, God. 710, which is coming up. 710. Hmm. Holy That's kind of crap. interesting, isn't it? It works, dude. It works. That could be interesting. Oh. Interesting to see what happens there. Holy moly. Holy macaroni. I'm not scared of the dark. Maybe maybe a Are few you years afraid ago. Of the dark? <laughs> Are you afraid of the dark? Not anymore. That's good. Wow. Amazing. Uh Political corruption's rampant, Josh. You're well aware. Yeah, my eyes itching again, man. It's whenever I'm down here on this show, my eye itches. Um, we've got some more Clinton. Ex-Clinton lawyer told Congress, unlike the FBI, he brought Trump Russia info on behalf of client. Kind of re replays of what we're what we've mm-hmm. gone through. Durham, oh, brings the receipts. Sorry, um, yep. I was a little premature on that one. Sorry. That's okay. No, no, no. We're all good. Um, I found this creepy video, Josh, by the Poland. Uh, well, let me just show you. I want to see it. This is really creepy. This is um, this tweet by the Ministry of Foreign Affairs. 
Mm-hmm. Russia, they said Russia's invasion of Ukraine has taken toll on supply chains and contributes to spreading uncertainty on global markets. As war in Ukraine poses a challenge to global food security, vulnerability and uneasiness are eagerly, eagerly exploited by Russian disinfo. Hashtag Don't be deceived. Right. Watch blow, this. Blow it up. Blow it up. Blow it up. Global ch- supply chain disruption brought on by Russia's unjustifiable invasion, invasion. of Ukraine has risen concerns around global food, secu- food security. Russia plays the blame, ga- blame game. Disinformation. Dun, dun, dun. It's just, like, eerie. They're showing disinformation on there. Mm-hmm. Blocking ships carrying grain from Ukraine. Destroying agricultural lands and farming equipment in Ukraine. Eradicating priceless samples from the seed bank in Kharkiv. It's just propaganda, dude. Creepy, yeah. creepy propaganda utilizing It's propaganda. Sand. It's propaganda claiming propaganda. It's... Yeah. <laughs> hey, let's produce a piece of propaganda <laughs> proclaiming propaganda. Genius. Oh, man. Um, that, that's, that's a new <laughs> weapon tactics of the, the, the cabal. Right there. <laughs> My God. So creepy. That came up on my Twitter feed, and I was like, uh-oh. Well, they wanted you to see it. Not buying it. Not for one second. Um, I'm sorry. I totally screwed myself over here. No, you didn't. World War Three. Whoa. We already know, dude. Um, Incoming! CCP warns elites to get rid of overseas assets following Western sanctions on Russia. Hmm. What is this? A CCP what? Here you are. Warns elites to get rid of overseas assets following Western sanctions on Russia. So the CCP would only do that if they planned on going towards Taiwan next. Absolutely. Yeah. So that's probably what we're going to see. We've got the full article over here on redpills.tv, everybody. But Awesome. Yeah. Uh, China is <laughs> China's uh, on top of it. We're going to see more. Guarantee it. <laughs> and uh, Sorry. U.S. Treasury tries to avoid Russian uh, splinter net. Have you heard of the splinter net? No. The, what's the splinter net? The splinter net is where Russia is disconnected from the main worldwide web. Yeah. So the U.S. doesn't want this. Of course not. Why? I mean, you could probably imagine why. Because of free speech. We got to keep it open for reporters and bloggers and and (sighs) web hosting and domain. Yeah, we got to control everything is why they don't want it. They literally say it's so we can control the narrative. Yeah, so we can control everything. (laughs) Dude, listen... This world is so fucked up right now. I, yeah. I don't even know what to say. Like, I, I look at it every day, and I'm just like, eh, no, not, not, not. not. I, I look at it every day, and I'm just like, what, what is, this is really real. This is really happening. And, uh, yeah, it, it's Wonderland. And you got to wonder how these people, these elitists, these, the, these wokists, right? Yeah. You got to wonder how they function, how they survive. And, you know, maybe what we're really dealing with here, Vince, maybe what we're really dealing with here, is that somehow real spiritual human beings got so caught up 
in, in this con- this game of life mm-hmm. that we allow the NPCs to take over. Like oh. NPC, you know, just programmed algorithms. Like robot people. Yeah. Robot Soulless. people. Yeah. And how about this? Let's put this these chemicals in their food and change them into men and the women and the women and the men and then some of them would just change into whatever the hell they want to be. Animals. Oh my god, that's a great idea. Cats. How do you feel about that? I don't feel. I, I don't feel. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm a non-participatory character. Dude. Now you got little kids running around going meow shitting in litter boxes in school. Like, dude, if that was my kid's school, I would go whoop the ass of that principal. Seriously, if that was my kid's school, if they're going to let some kid dress up as a cat and meow every day and then <laughs> put a litter box in there, sorry. I would go yeah. beat the piss out of that principal. Yeah, I would want like, nothing to do with serious? it Yeah, I would take my kids out and then I'd go beat the piss out of the principal. Hypothetical scenario, not real, not calls for violence, just a disclaimer there. Yeah, but and, and you know what? I would go to the school board and I would have them all fired. Because this, what do they call it? This is um, instigating. This is adding fuel to the mental illness. I used to get really pissed off when I was a kid because I have, I have a brother who suffered from this stuff. Yeah. Right? When other people would instigate it and throw fire on it. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I'd get so mad. I'd, be, I'd fucking I get, get it. fights over it. And that's right? what they're doing. Yeah. And that's what they're doing to these people. You know, I wondered. Because to me, this is largely, the, especially getting back to the tragedy that happened yesterday, largely attributed in my mind to psychology and manipulation and media, society. And I wonder if I got that murderer's phone, that violent, psychotic murderer's phone, logged onto his Facebook under his name and looked at his feed looked at the ads what and did a study. What am I going to be looking at? And what if I looked at it for five years or 10 years? Yeah. I think just a hunch people are being manipulated by the freaking media, by their phones, if, by the apps, by the music, by each other. What if that's how they're doing it? I think that's how they're doing it, dude. It's, 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 Subliminal, subliminal message communication with micro emotional yes. And so, what if, what if they're? And I know they're able to do this. They what are. What if they're able to directly target an individual with various different ads that this person normally wouldn't see? They're, they're, they're maybe intelligent agency ran ads, okay? That basically radicalize people. It's been proven, and we've reviewed this extensively on makes you think on Saturday. It's been proven that somebody could be hypnotized to commit murder. With a gun, and not even remember after. Mm-hmm. Facts. Now think about binaural beats. Think about hemisync technology, and you're scrolling your Twitter feed, or your Facebook feed, and you don't hear the the beats that are happening that are programming you. Then all of a sudden, a video pops up. It starts playing, and yep. it's acts of violence and bloodshed. And they keep on showing it to you, and you're so addicted to your phone that you keep on going back. Dude, I bet. I bet that's it. Uh, yep. Um, holy cow. 
this is kind of old news. I don't think we covered it. North Korea fired three ICBM missiles. And uh, South Korea just basically like, rocket man's at it again. Nobody's surprised. So yeah. ICBM, that's intercontinental ballistic missiles, by the way. It's just the war drums going. Rocket man's not stopping. Um uh, this is a trip, Rocket dude. Man. I really wanted to show you this, Josh. Yeah. Um, there have been rumors about portals recently. Okay, we don't. I don't know, but this is not photoshopped. No, that's not photoshopped. I know what that is. Uh, that happened in two thousand nine. Yeah, Norwegian Sky two thousand nine. How trippy is that, dude? This is real. Well, so you know what they claimed it was, and they they do this every time that a rocket blast off in the space but basically this was a uh, russian um icbm test and so the fast velocity of the rocket breaking through the various different um, strata of the atmosphere produces this effect so i would assume based on this entering the internet again that maybe we could expect to see some of this in the skies i think so Dude, you know, that, it's interesting. We were talking about this last night, and I, I think that something's going to happen. I think some things are going to happen. What, like do you, what about you? I hope. <laughs> I can only hope that something unreal happens that's positive. I do, too. Uh, I think it's we possible it. with um, everything we know about the universe or everything that we don't know, I guess, mm -hmm. as well. I think there's a possibility we could see something beyond our wildest imaginations um, that changes the course of the future changes the course of history yep and now and now by the way they call the shooter by three names salvador rolando ramos why because that's what they do that's how, i think that's like the signature that it was one of their ops right put all three names out there yeah it's how they it's our signature it's how we so you know we did it right maybe um Davos. Davos Davos is still going on really creepy really uneasing really unsettling that Davos is, comms out and says this petting food shortages are going to be hell on earth hmm. you know it's funny too right because right before the baby food shortage Bill Gates goes out there and develops and invests in a synthetic baby food company Right yeah. before the food shortages occur, Bill Gates goes and invests into a synthetic meat company. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting how that happens, huh? Yeah. Uh, well, you know what? They're telling you exactly what they're going to do before they do it. That is their MO. That's what they do. Yep. And uh, listen, guys. You have the new public Bilderberg Group, the World Economic Forum, having their annual meeting right now. They are planning right now what's called Endgame. How to take out down America. Who's going to divvy up the world, right? Who's going to own the different regions and sections? How they're going to take out all the patriots, all the gun-touting Americans who will fight back. That's what they're planning right now. And Jack Posobiec goes there, and they have him arrested because they don't want you there. They want you to see what's going on. They don't want you to know what's going on. They don't want real media there. They invited no. the media inside that they wanted there. That's right. 
And so we have a uh, we have a situation on our hands, and I think things are going to get progressively worse. I think we're going to go into some darkness because you know what? It's what the world needs to wake up. Before you can go into the light, before you can go into the Renaissance, before you can have the Golden Age, you have to go through these trials and tribulations. If God was ever going to test humanity, that test is now. Right? Think about yeah. that. Do you think God's just going to test you with the, the threat of it or with the actual scenario? With the actual happenstance of it all coming? Of everything coming down at the same time, global supply chain collapse, infrastructure attacks, World War III, global financial collapse, and then political instability leading to collapse. All of that happening at the same time in multiple countries all throughout the world. That's what they want. Yep. Because they know how to get order out of chaos. That's what a lot of patriots are waiting for because they know who their targets are. Yeah. Oh, man. I That's think exactly what they're waiting for. And that, that post we saw today kind of confirmed it, didn't it? Did it not? To me, it does. Which post? 525. Oh, yeah. That uh, things are going to happen. The world is going to be thrown into a mass tumblewind of chaos but it's okay because we're prepared we're ready for this we understand this we know that these are the growing pains in order for our civilization to advance to the next level yep, yep. yeah dude and i think we could come out better than ever things could also go really bad but i don't care um either way i'm not giving up because that's just the way I was raised, that's what Americans do, right? Yep. We're badass till the end. Red um, Dawn! Red Dawn! Yeah, so there's a couple more things going on here. Yeah, what do we got? Biometric payments for major supermarkets coming to somewhere near you. Oh, so you just smile and pay for your food while you walk out the door? They scan your face in order to take your payment or your eye or whatever, fingerprint, mm. these kinds of things, which right. already is pretty much implemented if you think about it. So what um, happens when uh, they deny you access? Well, you, you food, then. Don't, don't say the wrong things in public and um, don't talk to the wrong people. Otherwise, they're going to do that. Yeah. And then uh, um, this is funny. At Davos, dude... We played a clip this morning of one of the leaders at Davos saying, all right, raise your hand in here if you have an electric vehicle. Oh, I saw One, this. two, three, four. Four people just showing nobody wants a shitty electric car, especially in this type of uh, environment where we can't use them. Um, in a better reality, I think electric cars are fine. They're cool. They're good. If you could charge them, if you could use them, can we? No. Well, here's the problem is electric cars use electricity, which is stored in a battery. Mm -hmm. The battery doesn't produce the electricity. You plug your battery into the wall. Yeah. The electricity that is going into your vehicle is 72% coming from oil, gas, and coal. Mm -hmm. Secondarily, and we're entering an energy crisis in this country right now to the point where we're going to have rolling blackouts probably for the next 6 to 12 months. Do you know why? Because... One of the primary... Go ahead. Uh, it's because of 
the oil leases being thrown out and all that kind of stuff. And so Biden, Joe Biden's energy policies, but also the turn towards green energy. Oh yeah, is the energy companies are finding that solar and wind do not substantiate the amount of electricity needed, and they under they underestimated the need for power. Bullshit. It's designed to fail. Firestorm event. There you go. It's designed to fail specifically. And Davos shot herself in the foot again after that. This is funny, dude. Davos, Davos, I don't know. Gas and energy this morning. Do you think? Sorry. Uh, you were on a panel about oil and gas and energy this morning. Do you think uh, phasing out of fossil fuels is actually a realistic goal? Look, uh, I said what I had to, but you know, if you were to do that survey in uh, different parts of the world, if you were to do it, for instance, in South Ash, South Asia, or Africa, or in uh, Latin America, you'd get results that might be a little different from the kind of results you're getting here. Hmm. What? That's right. Wait, isn't South Africa like all green and stuff? <laughs> Wait, Germany's all green. You remember Germany was touted in like 2014 because they had the acres of the solar panels? Yeah. Aren't they in the midst of an energy crisis right now? Oh, big time. Why don't they just turn on their solar panels? Someone should tell them. They should. <laughs> Someone should tell them. Oh, hey, God. wait, but you guys have all that solar panels. Oh, but it doesn't do anything at night. Oh, well, why don't you hook them up the batteries? Oh, why didn't we think of that? Seriously. You know how many houses out here have solar panels? Uh, probably about 80% in my neighborhood. Wow. You know how many of them have batteries? None. That's not good, especially when they start covering the skies with all that weird spray that puts a haze everywhere. But I did see something today, and I sent it to a few people. What's that? And it's le it's legitimate. Well, you've been. Are you all into the uh, the water power, the hydrogen fuel uh, that wow. conversion kits that you can do on TikTok for your vehicle? That you can go out there and you can buy these conversion kits. You hook them up to your vehicle. You get sixty to eighty miles a gallon. No way. Oh yeah, they're just a few hundred bucks. You buy them. You hook them up. What? Fill it up with water and electrolyte. You turn it on, and it's going to basically supplement your gasoline in your vehicle with hydrogen gas. Really. And you get like 60 to 80 miles a gallon. Okay. So this one guy, he went out there and took a gas generator. Okay. Okay. And he retrofitted it, took the gas can off of it, threw the gas can out, and made basically one of these hydrogen production things. Yeah. And he ran the generator. And so basically, he has a generator producing electricity as long as there's water in the system. It's completely made of water. That's awesome. Yeah, we're going to he actually shows you how to make it. And so if anybody's out there who is a machinist who wants to help I'm a machinist. This, there you go. Yeah, I'll send you the video. Make it. We'll we'll, have... we'll get we'll get him out to the world. <sighs> Dude. But that's basically free energy. I mean, that's you know, amazing. Think, think about it. Dude, I mean you, if you have a big enough model for your home, you could literally just go out there, fill it up with water, boop, 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 boop. You have energy for a week. I'm about it. I'd love to see those videos, man. Well, that's, by the way, that's all, uh, that's pretty much all we've got to cover news-wise awesome. for the day. But So we could do final thoughts and wrap it up. And Well, what do we have for the um, Battle of the Streams? 
did we have any more come in? Uh, a couple. I, I don't think I missed any. If I did miss any, you guys just let me know, and I do apologize. Try, well, doing my best to multitask show. here. We've got Love to Beach donated three ice cream, ice cream. Thank you so much. Big Mamu with an ice cream. Thank you very much. And I think that's all we've got. Thank you all. The so Pantone Motor. So it's called Pantone. the Pantone Motor. Noted. Yeah, this, well, someone just sent something out there called the Pantone Motor. Um, so I'll check that one out there. Thank you, Dante. Thanks. Much appreciated on that one. But guys, thank you so much for joining us tonight. Uh, appreciate Vince for filling in me for the first half an hour and then taking the lead and just dominating this whole uh, this whole show. So thank you so much, Vince, for that. Thank uh, you, Josh. It's my pleasure. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Uh, I appreciate you. So thank you. Appreciate and you. all of you out there. And make sure you guys tell someone tonight that you guys appreciate them. Make sure you tell the people that you love that you love them. Hug them close. Embrace them because the world is changing and we need each other more than ever these days. Much love, respect, God bless, guys. We'll be back tomorrow night. And next week we have uh, our attorney Tom Rents coming on Wednesday, next Wednesday. Mark that on your calendars. Um, and then we have uh, Friday night conversations on the fringe. We have uh, Bruce Solheim, Dr. Bruce Solheim will be with us. We're going to be talking about um, shadow people, ghosts, aliens. We're going to be talking about it all. So much love, respect, guys. You guys take care. We'll see you guys tomorrow night.